You're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of November 5, 2022. Our local stories this week feature updates to an ambulance suspension, Washington's railroad counteroffer, and road work planned near Ainsworth. But first, a look at the big picture. Candidates in contested races for the state Senate and state House spoke their views at a candidate forum in Washington on Tuesday, which drew a larger crowd than any in recent memory. Washington Chamber of Commerce director and event moderator Michelle Redlinger said the crowd was a welcome surprise. Honestly, I was anticipating a more intimate crowd like what we've had in the past, which is why we selected this forum. And um, I mean, it was a packed house standing room only in the back, and that was really exciting to see. A question about abortion drew party lines. Republicans called for fetal heartbeat laws, which ban abortions after the sixth week of a pregnancy. Democratic candidates said they'd defend Iowa's current abortion rules, which extend to 20 weeks. Senator Kevin Kinney said his views were shaped by time and law enforcement. When I went to the sheriff's office, I, at that time, believed that uh, I did not believe in, in, in abortion. What I had seen through my career was sitting on the edge of a hospital bed with a 13-year-old that had been sexually abused and was in there reporting with their parents. At that time, it had been six or seven weeks. They did not, and they were pregnant, and I was sitting there with the victim, and I was not going to re-victimize a survivor of sexual assault by making a decision. I don't think that that's my decision to be made. All candidates praised Iowa's $2 billion budget surplus and low spending, but some were more conservative than others. Senator Don Driscoll said she'd continue to seek tax cuts if re-elected. This record surplus means that we will continue to look at additional tax relief for Iowa's hardworking families and getting this overpayment of taxes back to giving Iowans back more money in their back pockets and more more in support and ensuring that their their family budget is supported, not not the government's. On education, Democratic candidates called for increased state supplemental aids and Republicans called for school choice scholarships. Republican House candidate Heather Hora said public schools needed more efficiency, not more money. You know, I don't understand exactly how schools' budgets break down. I've talked to our school board, and I'm not even sure that the school board people actually know how the budgets break down. I feel like it's fully funded. I feel like there's money there. They're just um, locked into spending it on certain things. So um, I think breaking down that, maybe taking it apart, and I said earlier that maybe we need to flip the script on education and figure out different ways of doing uh, more with our dollars. Closing remarks got more ideological. Democrat Eileen Barron said she saw her party as the more compassionate and civil one. I spent most of my life as an independent. However, I did vote on the Democratic side. Um, In 2020, I registered as a Democrat because I felt that there was a level of caring, a level of integrity, and a level of civility that I wanted to align with. That's the big picture. Stay tuned for the local news after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. 
A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to toddhahnconstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N construction.com. Washington County Supervisors altered the terms of Ambulance Director Jeremy Peck's suspension Tuesday morning, extending the suspension until further notice pending an investigation. The move came after a 90-minute closed session to discuss expected litigation. Before the closed session, Washington County Paramedic Mike Friel told supervisors that department staff had called for a vote of no confidence against the director. Right now, a complete lack of transparency and accountability exists amongst the leadership. Company-wide morale is the worst that I have ever experienced. The environment is a all-time highly toxic level within the ambulance Friel alluded to fears of retaliation, but staff declined to give specific details. The paramedics said department staff were adamant. We also hesitate because we fully believe that if this letter does not have the desired results and we continue to work under the current administration, there will most likely be retaliation. We all have concerns concerns that cannot be overlooked or disregarded. Supervisors voted unanimously on the changes to the suspension, including a vote to appoint Assistant Director and Paramedic Pat Curl as the department's interim director. Supervisors did not make any comments on the reasons for their decision. The City of Washington has tabled a counteroffer from Canadian Pacific Railroad, one of many the business has sought to ensure community cooperation for a planned merger with Kansas City Southern. The decision came after Councilmember Elaine Moore said she needed more details on the city's specialized emergency response equipment. I just really would like to know that um, and if it's a, a real heavy expense, and, but we need to have it, um, I would like to be prepared either cost-wise if, it, if it's going to be our responsibility or if it's something that the railroad can help, help us with. A month ago, Washington made an offer of its own that would net the city $1.75 million in exchange for the closure of three railroad crossings. The railroad's, the railroad's new proposal, considered Tuesday night, would put the number at $1.23 million. Mayor Jaron Rosine said he was on board with the railroad's offer. I feel good about the counter made by CP. If council, I would not recommend rejecting it, but we could accept it tonight or we could table it if you have specific questions. I'm not under the impression that the offer is jeopardized by waiting two weeks to accept it. Some concerns unrelated to the offer resurfaced at the meeting. Council member Steve Galt said the merger's increased train traffic was a safety hazard for the city. And I mean, there's nothing you can do about it or anything else. I'm just making this as a statement. There is a lot of people scared that the percentages are going to catch us sooner or later. Major road work is planned on Highway 92 east of Ainsworth starting sometime this fiscal year. Washington County engineer Jacob Thorius said the project would detour traffic to County Road G36 a few miles north. Some initial detour routes were actually proposed to use Highway 22, send everybody up to Riverside, and the state did that back when they did some work. Um, Two years ago now, I think they're west of Columbus Junction on the culvert issue, and the bulk of the traffic actually took our road and tore up our road, and nothing we could do about it. Thorius said the route would ensure state help taking care of the county road during construction. I would rather get compensated for your traffic coming on my road when they're going to use it unofficially as a detour. So use this as an official detour route for most of the construction projects. 
they will uh, take care of the road and the maintenance of the road while construction is going on and uh, pay us a compensation based on traffic, time, um, trucks, and then anything else that may come up there. That's the local news. The best news I've heard all week is right up after the break. This week's show is brought to you by Cafe Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world, or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici's serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The Value Meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the Blue Plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. You don't need a plane ticket to savor Italian food and award-winning cuisine. And now, the best news I've heard all week. The Brighton Fire Department has surpassed its fundraising goal and purchased a combination rescue tool. The device is also known as the Jaws of Life and can pry open vehicles with occupants trapped inside. Fire Chief Bill Farmer said the equipment would save lives. Well, right now, the Brighton Department don't have anything like the Jaws of Life. And so we either have to wait on Richland, Wayland, Fairfield, or Washington, which is a minimum of a 10-minute delay. Uh, Ten minutes if someone's bleeding pretty bad could be the matter of life and death. Thanks for tuning in. WWR is copyright of the Southeast Iowa Union and owned by the Gazette. If you want to hear your message during the break, call 319-653-2191. Also, if you like the show, share it. It helps us out a lot. Quick reminder, Tuesday is election day. Your polling place might have changed since the 2020 general election, so don't forget to double-check it and don't forget to vote. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I've been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week.